check this podcast episode 30 and the fight for 15 returns or maybe it never went away and they just stopped talking about it because they have more important things like trying to get rid of trump for the past four years but isn't isn't it interesting how now that trump is officially gone they are able to turn away from every narrative of the last four years and get back to business as usual. Uh, They're talking about reopening everything that uh, COVID is COVID is on the way out. We don't need to use that as an excuse to wreck the economy anymore. Now we get to move back to the fight for 15 and raising the national minimum wage to $15 an hour. And it's, as if they haven't already done enough to completely wreck small businesses to tank the economy to destroy the food service industry everything with their covid lockdowns now they're going to move away from the covid lockdowns so they can go back to the the original uh proposition for wrecking the economy which is a national 15 dollar an hour minimum wage And don't get me wrong, there are some parts of the country that probably need a $15 an hour minimum wage. Okay, let me rewind, rewind, rewind. There is no minimum wage that should be mandated by the government, period. And minimum wage laws are counterproductive. Uh, If you want to talk about systematic racism, the the origination of minimum wage laws is just almost a hundred percent rooted in race, racist behaviors. Uh, The war on drugs and the minimum wage laws are totally racist in every fucking way. And they're the things that, that that get pushed the hardest by the left. Oh my God. It, I'll, I'll post a, a, I don't know if I posted it the other day or not. I've got a link to an article that is brilliant on it. Uh, I, I'm almost 100% positive I posted it the other day, and I'll include it in the show notes for the podcast itself, and I'll, I'll put it on the Facebook. Uh, I'll link it on the Facebook page. But good Lord, like everything about the way they construe these laws is terrible. And it there are always... And I don't want to call it unforeseen effects of these laws because it doesn't take a high degree of uh, just like basic understanding of the way things work to figure out that they don't accomplish what they are meant to and that they have very clearly foreseeable consequences and side effects that are going to come into play if they're carried out like for the for the $15 minimum wage uh so it was in i believe it was in uh Seattle and and California uh during the Obama presidency they enacted the $15 minimum wages and in a lot of restaurants workers were replaced with kiosks and everybody acted so surprised by that. Uh, 
when people who understand the way the the system and the economy and and all of that works uh, for the businesses we had been saying for years if you do this you are going it's not going to help the workers it is going to put the workers out of work and they're going to be replaced by robots or by machines by self-check kiosks like it didn't take a high degree of of study to know what was going to happen but man they went through with it anyway and the craziest thing about it is like the $15 minimum wage is totally useless it's going to either not be sufficient in parts of the country that need it so it just it's the inflation and the the long-term effects of it everything will because of the that price going or that going up everything else will in turn go up in price and it offsets itself and then $15 an hour is completely fucking useless after that and that's in the parts of the country that $15 an hour would be a you know a minimum wage there are other parts of the country like here where I live that $15 an hour is a, a good like that's a good pay like so if you mandate a national $15 an hour uh, minimum wage, you are basically going to completely destroy all of middle America. Like everything that is not a sprawling urban jungle is going to be completely wrecked by that. And, but, and here's the thing. Democrats don't give a fuck about that. They don't care at all because all they're worried about is the high population bases like LA, like New York, like Chicago. If, it, if you look at the election map, those are the places that get them elected. So they push for these policies because that's where the huge population bases are. And if they do this stuff, it appeases those population bases and damn the rest of the country because this will absolutely completely destroy every privately owned business that's not in a New York City or a Los Angeles or a Atlanta or a Chicago. Like if you are not already in a massive urban area that already probably pays your employees $15 an hour anyways, it's going to completely destroy your business. Like you will see a total shuttering of all small businesses because of this. And I am absolutely convinced. I'm about to go full conspiracy theorist on this. And I don't care because if you think about it, you'll you'll see the validity of what I'm about to say. So what's happening here is it makes 100% sense for the government to enact these types of legislations because it will completely shutter small businesses. It will completely destroy the food service industry. I, I am absolutely convinced that that has been the goal of a lot of these lockdowns and a lot of this stuff is to control the market specifically to control where you can shop, what you can shop for and what the, where the food supply comes from. I, they talk about it. They talk about communism and look at the way all of that goes. It was, the state owns and runs all of the means of production and all of the means of sale. So the entire market, the entire system of 
producing and purchasing and all of that, it's controlled by the state. You know what the quickest way to guarantee state control of all of that is? Shutter every small business in the country so that they can't compete. And then make sure that the only ones who are doing any business are the massive, massive corporations that are already in bed with the government and are dictating everything anyway. Cronyism is what we have. And it's becoming something that's going to just that. I've been talking about this for months and months and months and months. And it, this is this is what the government wants. They want to shut down any competition. The Walmart's, Lowe's, Amazon's. They, they these are not they are not threats to the government. They are factions of. They are the distribution arm of. The government so they want to shut that shut anything down that's not directly linked to them they don't they're not in bed with the small businesses small businesses actively need to be against the government because the government is always not on their side the government is always trying to regulate them into oblivion so it only makes sense that as a government if you want to enact totalitarian control of everything you need to get rid of all small businesses. Just wipe out all the competition, and then your bedfellows are the only ones in, who can run things. Another thing about communism was the bread lines. They control the means of production for all food, and they control the distribution of all food. So how do you control the distribution of food? Wipe out the restaurant industry. Don't let people have the opportunity to go eat what they want, when they want, where they want. Make sure that the only way they get their food is by whatever approved means the government has laid out for you. That's it. I mean, I'm not saying that we're going towards communism. I think we are actually moving in a direction of something way, way worse. Communism for us. So I, I've talked about this multiple times, not necessarily on the show, but with friends and stuff like that. Uh, the Communist Manifesto was an interesting read. And in concept, it's not a terrible idea. My problem with communism and, and everything that Marx had come up with was that it is very immature and very naive. Because anytime you have the opportunity for a state of some sort to hijack control of things, that's exactly what it's going to do. And so, so my problem with communism is not necessarily the, the ideas behind the Communist Manifesto. It's the actual implementation of it that has completely and totally failed at every turn. And I mean, that's, that is proven throughout history. Communism, socialism... None of it fucking works. It's all failed. It all destroys everyone and everything that it touches. And what we're moving towards here in the United States is something way, way worse than that. Uh, this is totalitarian fascism at its core. Like The state is about to take everything. They're going to dictate everything. It is seriously 1984 coming to fruition right here before our very eyes and half the country is cheering it on 
and wants it. That is a fucking embarrassment. And continuing with the theme of the totalitarian takeover of the United States and the horribleness that that's going to bring about, but the the next part to look at in in making the drawing the comparisons to 1984 is uh, look at the big tech and mainstream media and the way they are working together and trying to silence any uh, opposing voices that are that are out there in basically online anywhere at this point. I mean, that's that's what it's coming down to. Like they are trying to silence literally anyone on the internet who does not agree with whatever their narrative is. And like this, this shit is scary. This is really scary. And this is something that people should be absolutely and con- totally concerned about because for as much as you might not have liked Donald Trump or any of the things he said, like allowing the all of the big tech companies to just completely silence him is not a good precedent to be set. Like if you don't like what somebody says, just fucking ignore them. You don't have to listen to them. The and the people who do listen to him that are going to act like complete psychopaths, it's not 74 million people. It's probably not even 4 million people. Like the ones who are going to go that extreme, they don't make up an, a significant group. Like for all the him inciting violence, the guards stood down and let those people into the Capitol building. Like, if you've got the opportunity to walk in, why the fuck not? Go take some selfies. Act like dumbasses. Like, clearly, they were not... Uh, they didn't have some malicious intent. <laughs> they were they were a bunch of dumbasses that stumbled into that opportunity and just did what dumbasses do. But the, the way the media spins everything, like, what you're seeing right now is... The mainstream media has the lowest levels of trust that it's ever had in history. Nobody trusts anything that comes out of ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox News. None of them. The Atlantic, uh, the Washington Times, or the New York Times, uh, like all of these big newspapers, even the Wall Street Journal and the ones that are like supposed to be credible and reputable, like the USA Today, none, CNN, None of these mainstream media networks have any credibility or reliability or trustworthiness anymore. And the American public is showing that. YouTube channels with people just talking, like I'm talking right now, get more views than CNN or any of these mainstream media networks regularly. And that scares the shit out of them because they can't control the narrative on those channels. They can't dictate what people are saying and what's being talked about. And that's where the <clears throat> coordination with big tech comes in. Google, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft. The corporate press, mainstream media, and big tech are the ministry of truth in the 1984 society or world that we are very, very quickly moving into. They are the propaganda arm of the government. And 
if the government narrative is being ignored because people aren't paying attention to what their what news news sites are are putting out there then you need big tech to come in and regulate and control what's being said which means remove donald trump remove alex jones uh, eventually remove everybody that has a dissenting voice so that the only people who can talk remove parlor like if you don't like the platform because it's silencing you, make your own platform. So somebody made their own platform, and then they removed that too. Uh, it is it is a scary precedent that's being set, and it's it's all the propaganda arm of the of the government trying to control what you hear, what you know, what you see. We've seen it with the fact checkers. The fact checkers go through and they add all of these stipulations to everything that is reported out of context or uh, misconstrued or this has been edited well uh, so I saw a, a video on the on the out of context and all that stuff there was a video of Joe Joe Biden like mumbling and stammering and uh, wandering around on stage and then leaving and the warning that was put on the video was that it was heavily edited. The only thing that was edited about the video was that it was cropped out from, uh, like it was just a segment that was cropped out at the end after the official interviews and everything had ended, and he was just kind of left to his own devices. So it, it wasn't out of context. It wasn't heavily edited. It was something that they didn't want you to see, because it was after the official interviews had ended, but like it still exists. There was nothing fake about it. It wasn't doctored or anything. It was just him. And so, so they've been adding these fact check tags to everything for years now, because if the narrative doesn't fit what they want it to, they need to explain why it doesn't fit and why you shouldn't trust it. Like the whole thing is, all about trying to control what you see, what you know, what you think. They want they want that headspace. They want to be in your brain, making sure that the only thing that's going on is what they want to go on. And eventually, all of all, all of us, every single last fucking one of us who disagrees with anything that comes out of the government, we are all going to be silenced. They want you to start. Rep- I, I mean. They're talking about like re-education camps, effectively. Like anybody that voted for Donald Trump needs to that they want to have a list of these people so that they can uh, have some sort of uh, sensitivity training or whatever. It's fucking re-education camps. Like they are trying to brainwash us to do what they say because we clearly don't agree with them already. And it, that means if you're not on that list, you are a fucking sheep. You are part of the problem. Like if you're not on every government list right now. That means you are worthless to society. Like when the end comes, you will be the one helping usher it in. Like we've got to wake up and see what's going on, see what's right in front of our fucking faces, and get out of it. Like if you trust them, if you are reporting on your neighbors, if you are reporting private business, private small businesses for stuff, like you are a piece of fucking shit. This is how they this is how they control it. They turn people against each other 
They drive the narrative. They drive the message. There's, you've seen it this weekend. There is all kinds of reporting going on that all of these capitals are going to have these mass violent insurrections that are going to happen. And they're deploying National Guard and everything to all of them. If you, as a government, are so fucking terrible that you have to be concerned that there is going to be mass violent insurrections at every state capitol, maybe it's time to turn around, look yourself in the mirror, and say, what the fuck did we do to push these people to this point? And instead, they won't do that. They don't care. They don't think they're in the wrong when half the population rises up against them. They think that it's us. We're the problem, not them. You're the problem, not them. Maybe it is time for some violent insurrections. I threw it out there a couple weeks ago. I've <clears throat> I've abandoned the non-aggression principle where it comes to government. We have been actively aggressed upon. And it is time to return in kind that aggression. Be back later in the week. Hope you have a good day. Try not to get arrested. Try not to get kicked off any social media. I'd like to uh, continue interacting with you. Have a good one, everybody.